Greetings to you. Dave Stahoviak here with the final lesson in this course on five simple questions that move people forward. In this final lesson, a question that will help others and hopefully you get better. The next regular episode is coming on Monday, but first the conclusion of this course. And it's also your final opportunity to consider applying for the Coaching for Leaders Academy since applications close this Friday, September 8th. You can apply at coachingforleaders.com slash academy. And if you want free access to this audio course permanently, just set up your free membership at coachingforleaders.com since the course will vanish here off the apps in the coming days. Okay, now the final question. We all know the value of feedback, or at least we recognize that it can help, even if we don't always agree with the feedback when it comes. Often when our members and I start talking about soliciting feedback, they'll say that they're either not hearing that much feedback right now or that the feedback they're getting isn't especially helpful. It turns out that the way we ask for feedback matters a lot. The most common question that I hear leaders ask is, do you have any feedback for me? Or sometimes they'll get a little more targeted and say, how am I doing leading meetings this past month? Those kinds of questions, while well-intended to solicit feedback, rarely elicit a lot of useful data. Why not? Well, the problem is both around cognitive load and power. Let's look at cognitive load first. Let's just say, for example, I ran into you at an airport this month. We sat down and started chatting, and then I said, how have I been doing hosting the podcast over this past month. That would require you to, first of all, have been paying attention to the podcast for the last month, which you may or may not have. Then it would require you to think back to all the episodes I've aired recently. And then assuming you remembered a few of them, reflect on what you thought about the value each episode was bringing and how I was doing. And assuming you did surface a few thoughts about me, then zeroing in on what you may or may not say that you think would be helpful. It's hard enough to do all that work when you're expecting the question. It's almost impossible when the question comes out of the blue. But it turns out there's an even bigger obstacle to people answering a feedback question. Power. In addition to doing all that cognitive load I just described, if you ask someone for feedback, they also additionally must decide in that moment if it's safe to be honest with you about feedback. That's an especially important factor if there's a power dynamic between the two people having the conversation. Just as an example, one of our Academy members just got a new manager this month. She was telling me earlier today that she's trying to determine how safe it is to give feedback to this new executive. Right now, she's not sure it is safe, so she's holding back on saying much until she can assess it better. I think almost all of us can relate to that, right? I don't know anybody who hasn't hesitated to speak truth to power because we weren't sure how safe it was. Ironically, though, most of us completely forget that reality when we're the ones who have power. After all, I don't seem scary to me, so why would anyone else be scared of me, right? Unless I know certainly otherwise from past conversations, I always assume 
that when I'm in a position of influence or power, people will hesitate to tell me the truth. All of this is why when most people ask someone else for feedback, the most common response that you get is nothing, or everything was good, or probably the most popular one, I can't think of anything. Sometimes that's the truth. But a lot of the time, people just aren't going to go through all that work and mental energy to give feedback. It's just too much work, especially if that person is your employee, and even more so if you're asking them to evaluate your past behavior. Now, I know that is a long lead-in to the last question, but here's the point. If you really want useful feedback, make it a lot easier for someone to answer your feedback question. Marshall Goldsmith first introduced this concept to me through a process he teaches called Feed Forward. Inspired by his teaching on this, the question I use these days is this one. What's one thing you'd suggest to make this better next time? The power of that question is twofold. First, it's future-oriented. It's not evaluating the past. If you've ever written a performance review for anyone, you know how hard it is, even with a ton of thought, to properly and fairly evaluate the past. It's way too hard for most people to do that in the moment. But by asking for something you might do next time, you're allowing the other party to sidestep having to evaluate you and simply make a suggestion for the future. Now, you still may not hear anything helpful, but it's way easier for someone else to answer that question than it is to evaluate. In my experience, I'll get something useful about half the time from a question like that, but rarely anything useful if I'm asking someone to evaluate my past performance. The other helpful thing about that question is you're only asking for one thing. Again, this makes it easier for the other party to answer because you're signaling to them before they've even said anything. This doesn't need to be an entire feedback session or everything related to the topic or even the most important thing or whatever. It's just one thing. It makes it easy for them to even give you feedback on something small if they don't yet have the trust to say something big. So here's the question again. What's one thing you'd suggest to make this better next time? What you do with the data you get from that question is an entirely different topic, of course, but your goal with this question is just to open the door and start hearing what you weren't hearing before. Find the wording that feels right to you. Just keep these principles in mind. Ask people about a suggestion for the future rather than an evaluation of the past and ask for just one thing. Whether you use a version of this question yourself or you teach it to someone you're supporting to help them get better feedback, I'm confident you'll collect a lot more helpful data that will help you both move forward faster. During this course, you've heard five different questions to help move people forward. How so? Or maybe tell me more to listen a bit more than you might hear otherwise. Secondly, what's an example of that, especially when you hear something that doesn't sound clear in your mind? Third, how will you know when you're on the right track? 
That's the question to ask before you've even started. Fourth, what's the next step? That's the daily question I keep coming back to all the time. And then, of course, as I mentioned in this lesson, what's one thing you'd suggest to make this better next time? Almost every day, I find myself asking at least one of those questions to help me move others forward in their work and to help move myself forward too. Movement is essential for all of us as leaders. The most important thing that I do for our members in the academy is to accelerate their development, whether they're a seasoned executive or in their very first management role. The diversity of industry and experience inside of our academy cohorts provides the objective perspective that most of us are seeking to move forward. The Academy is built for acceleration, setting a vision, establishing clear focus areas with daily actions, and engaging in peer problem solving with situations that are actually happening in our organizations. Also, that what an individual leader might figure out on their own in two or three years, we can reduce that time by accelerating their learning. If the time is right for you, then I'm inviting you to consider applying for the Academy. For details and to apply, go over to coachingforleaders.com academy. It's almost the deadline, so be sure to get there before the end of the day, this Friday, September 8th. And whether the Academy is right or not, I hope you'll take at least one of these questions and use them somewhere in a conversation this week. When you do, Just reply to one of my weekly guides or emails and let me know what you discover. I'd love to know. Stay tuned for the next regular episode on Monday. Thanks as always for listening, and I'll talk with you then.